Preeti Chibber. And I'm Jen Northington, and this is Tarvalin or Bust, a Wheel of Time podcast. We are rereading the books, talking about our favorite and not-so-favorite moments, and digging into all things Wheel of Time. And this is our dive into episode two of season two of the Wheel of Time TV show. It's called Strangers and Friends, and it was written by Catherine B. McKenna. Uh, quick housekeeping, which you're going to hear at the top of, I think, every episode for our <laughs> podcast discussions of this season of Wheel of Time, which is that we are recording them not at the time that you are hearing them because there is a strike going on. So we will upload everything after the SAG-AFTRA and WGA unions get their fair deal. That's right. Uh, yeah, there we are. Uh, okay, I forgot to say something about... The Merdral attack at yeah. Barron's. And yes. I remembered. Right. I, right. Okay. So right. there's this moment in book two. I think it's book two um, where Moiraine and Lan go to see Adelaus and Van Deen. Yes. And Moiraine is almost killed by a drag car. Yes. In the garden. Yes. Um, and is just barely saved. And uh they I was like oh it's that like she goes she's reading all these prophecies she's yeah. doing the research so they took that thing mm-hmm. and they kept it but they made it merge all instead and I was like when when it started to happen I was like oh is it gonna be the drag car we're gonna see like the drag car and then we didn't get the drag car we got merge all instead and I was like I wonder if they're just like not gonna have as many creatures they might not fine. because y- drag cars also sort of like peter out of the series as it goes on like it's what's true. the last time we saw one? I don't remember but, like seven books ago also Murdral are already so freaking scary like why not use them so right exactly instead of introducing a new monster like you don't so have it's to. fine so it's fine but I did want to say out loud that like they did pull that was in the book yes just with a slightly different configuration and um, and obviously Moiraine sense. like yeah one make the yeah <laughs> sorry so my <laughs> notes for the start of episode two just say Rand blood fire friends Ishmael <laughs> Well, my notes are, it was like, oh, this is where Rand is like tavernining and everything's going bananas maybe. But then it was not because it's in his head. It's in his head. It's like a dream. So it's it's his like the the scary nightmares instead that he was getting way back in the day. That's right. That's right. And his head is shaved. Yes. And it's interesting. I don't know. I mean, I get it. I get why they did it, but Mm -hmm. I miss, I miss his like curly hair. Oh, his little moppy, moppy hair. Yeah. No, I agree. Although I do also think that like, you know, post finale Rand is like a darker, grimmer, edgier Rand. Oh, for sure. uh, Although we're going to talk about that, I think. Well, yeah. Because I have some thoughts. I have some thoughts too. It's a pretty dramatic transformation. Um, And he has like clearly been sleeping with this woman who turns out to be the innkeeper and is like, by the way, you owe me rent. (laughs) But it's, it's, we know who it is. Celine. It's Celine. But I was like, so, yeah. So she, she owns the she house? Like, bought an inn just like what? to, like, fuck with Rand? Like, really? Like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, so I'm curious about that. I'm, like, I don't yeah. quite know where they're going with that. Um, spoilers! There's going to be so many spoilers. Yes, yeah, so as a books, reminder, so. we are going to be discussing the show in the context of the books, which we are currently on Winter's Heart mm-hmm. at the time of this recording. So we will be talking about the show is supposedly, I believe, covering books two through four. Mm-hmm. But so, other book knowledge is going to make its way. But other book knowledge will make itself known. Like because Celine. we have it in our head <laughs> when we don't forget. <laughs> uh, oh, I forget things all the time. Who are you talking yeah, about? That's what um, I'm saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So anyway, then he goes to work and like clearly people know and like him, like somebody like tosses him some bread and he gives coin to a kid. And we find out he's in the foregate of Kyrian is how we're saying. Kyrian. Kyrian. Is how I will continue to say it. That's how it's spelled. Um, And so he shows this paper with a seal to the guard. He gets led in the front gates. And he puts on this blue robe and he is working in an asylum. Yeah, it's wild. At first I was like, is this for just men who are gentled? Yeah. But, but no, 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 that's not what it is. Um, but yeah, what? Wild. 
wild. And he's hearing these whispers and it's yep. very distinctly Ishmael's voice going, you are mine, Randall Thor. Ooh, it's like, very creepy. <laughs> it's so creepy. Uh, then we go back to Varen's house and Lana Moiraine look terrible. Like yep. they've just been healed. They are like barely upright in these kids. Like the two little... of them did it so good though. I was like, it's... oh yeah, you just got your asses handed to you by two murder. Like that's <laughs> yes. what you would look like. That's what you would look yes. like. <laughs> I do appreciate the show. Like nobody, you know, there are points at which sometimes in television shows where people look too beautiful. Mm-hmm. And everyone is attractive, obviously, mm-hmm. but no one ever looks like movie attractive, you know? Right. Like, they're like appropriately attractive. Yes. Like they can look disheveled or like haggard or mm-hmm. sad or whatever without it being It doesn't like, look like excessive makeup yeah, is on. Yeah. Like it's not Barbie I, I, it's land. Good. It's yeah. not Barbie land. It's good. It's a good it's look. Good. So they're all going to Tarvalin and Moiraine is being a jerk about it. She's yeah, continuing like, to Harry and the Henderson's land. <laughs> yes, she is. She is. So we go back to Uno and mm-hmm. the party and Elias is tracking and they come across this big house. Yes. And Perrin sees something. This is also straight out of the books. Not yes. for nothing. Except I think we were in Rand's POV. We were in Rand's POV. So Rand was not there. As and he, he was the one who was having the vision flashes. Yes. So they've given it to Perrin. I've given it to parent. That's interesting. I'm trying to remember what we decided those vision flashes were. I remember there being an explanation for them. It was like the evil left behind. Like yeah, it was something some, like that. Maybe like, that's like a what bubble it is. of evil. And maybe that's what it is. But why? Yeah, that's right. Okay. So, right. So, parent is having those flashes instead of Rand because Rand is elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sees a murderal and, like, you know, oh, it's very oh, creepy. It's so scary. And he doesn't know what's happening. So, no. at first, he like starts to speak to the people as if they're really there. Yeah. Yeah. And then figures out when he sees them die tragically that like this again is a vision. Mm-hmm. And Elias, he turns around and Elias is standing behind him. And he's like, uh, it's good to know what's real and not real. And parents like, shut up. <laughs> Leave me alone. I don't want first he says, don't do this. Like, stop doing this to me. And Elias oh, yeah, is like, it. I am. I'm not doing anything <laughs> to you. And parents are like, oh. well, I don't want any part of this. Yeah. You're like, buddy, just lean in. Too late. <laughs> uh, and then Elias is like, everybody needs to come see this. And we get also straight out of the book, the murder yeah. all pinned oh. to the wall with Spike. So creepy where he kept Ooh. touching the mouth with, I think it was Inktar. Oh, I know. Yeah. Kept touching the mouth with his sword. And I was like, Ugh. No, that you. has to be, it was a wonderful practical effect is what it looked like, mm-hmm. but it was awful. Yeah, it was gross. Uh, and they're like, if Murdral gets pinned to the wall, like, who could do something that terrible? Um, mm-hmm. hmm, I wonder. Who could it be? Who could it be? Who could it be? At least we don't have to have Pat and Fane POV interspliced in here. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. I'm going to do a list. Someday I'll do a list of my least favorite POVs. <laughs> it's going to be Pat and Fane, Perrin. <laughs> file every shanshan <laughs> every every <laughs> random character that we'll never see again oh, never see again <laughs> dies in the neck it was like a red shirt like why are we having a red shirt pov robert jordan why okay so then we go back to rand who he, is uh, yeah i know I, i'm just being so he's so good at this this is where he shines i think like yosha stradowski is mm-hmm. so good at playing this like very earnest sweet version of rand because that's who he is like that's who rand was Mm -hmm. like when he's goes in to like talk to this old man who doesn't know it's a veteran of the isle war Mm -hmm. and who clearly has like ptsd doesn't know where he is or what's Mm -hmm. going on and rand has to like reintroduce himself every day Mm -hmm. there's just such tenderness and like respect to the way that he speaks to him mm-hmm. and it was just like you know how we keep saying in the books we're like we we still love rand like mm-hmm. we still love him we do despite his choices and the mm-hmm. things that he's done because there's so much understanding as to like how he could do that yeah so this is that rand like mm-hmm. i love him yeah yeah my note I- is all oh, rand you sweet boy i know <laughs> 
Yeah. And like we get reminded that Rand is like has the red hair and people are like, oh, you're an aisle. And mm-hmm. like he's like, I'm not. And but we know that he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, and then um Right. And the I thought this was interesting. The the warrior he's tending says he's a blade master. And well, like, this they had to, right? Because we've lost Rand learning from Lan. Oh, you're that right. That happens at the end of you're right. the that happens in, in the second book, the beginning, the of, the beginning of the second book. The beginning of the second book, yeah. Um, that's where he's learning all these forms. So they right. had to give us a way that Rand right. becomes a sword master. So do you really this, think it's this guy though? It's gotta be this guy because I mean, it's so pointed. It. it is very like pointed. where he's like, we find out he's a sword master and mm-hmm. that he has been teaching Rand forms. Mm-hmm. of of the various forms that we right. would read about in the books you know right. so i think they had to create yeah. a space for rand to right. learn that right. Right. yeah so there's this other orderly who's like a total asshole such a dick so like is you know deliberately setting off the rand's patient and um you know fucking with them and he's like oh well at least i get to tend to the fancy patients and get some air which is mm-hmm. gonna end up being important later Okay, everybody's at work. Egwene is in the kitchens. Yeah. And then, oh, wait, or is it Naive? No, it's Egwene. It is Egwene. It's Egwene because it starts with Egwene for a second and then Leandrin takes taking Nynaeve. Because I think somebody's like, where's Nynaeve? And she's like, I don't know, or something like that. And then it's Leandrin taking Nynaeve to the infirmary. That's right. Um, where she has Nynaeve watch this accepted do mm-hmm. a healing spell on somebody who's sick from this fever that, you know, um, Nynaeve knows very well. And she like recognizes these herbs and she's like, that's poisonous. And they're like, no, no, we diluted. And we see Leander and steal some. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say that I love the way they did the rainbow hems on the accepted dress. Yeah. It's yeah, way it's cool. better than like what my brain filled in. Yeah. Um, I really thought it was beautiful. Just like the costuming in this show. Oh my God. It's those costume so designers. Good. And like the, everybody who worked on the costumes, like making, designing, like you deserve all of the dollars. Like I want an entire <laughs> art book yes season of 100%. why they made the choices they made for everything yes because it yes. is every everything looks so real yes and and thought it uh, thoughtful like yes well thought yes, out. yes 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 appropriate like intention appropriate yes intention well yeah 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 intentional choices yeah it's really good um and and then we get this whole speech from Leandrin about how like well the yellow can heal one person but the red aja stop disease in the first place and, and Nynaeve's like, like you know that like men who can channel don't cause diseases right well this is what's still so I still am just like I don't understand Leandrin's why she is yeah. doing she's like, trying to recruit but it, what about Nynaeve makes Leandrin think that that would work when she knows about her relationship with Lan. She knows about, like, I just, I don't understand. But she likes her braids. (laughs) Still my favorite moment of season one. I like your braid. (laughs) All right, fair. (laughs) I'm just saying, and it does, if we're going to go back to, um, if they've if they've collapsed Aleda and Leandrin into one person, remember in New Spring how uh, Aleda is like hounding Moiraine. Yes, in training. That's, so this is. But again, of... that is all based on the idea that does work. I agree with you that Leandrin is not Black Asha. Or she has other ulterior motives. She has a secret plan that we're going to find out. Fair. There are, they do There's love so secret many, plans. They love secret plans. They love Everybody secret plans. has a fucking secret. Um, okay. So we also, yeah. we also get a deliberate mention here of their, of how uh, being able to channel slows the aging process. Very deliberate yes. mention. Yes. Leandrin is like, I Sedai. Although I, I have noticed that this season it's Ayas Sedai. <laughs> Very pointedly, I feel like more so than the last season. <laughs> like I, I just like everyone is saying like Ayas Sedai. Oh, interesting. Very I was not heavily. paying attention. I feel like it was just so noticeable, but mm. maybe it's just like me. Yeah. Um, will it can live for hundreds of years yes. thanks to channeling. Yeah. 
Uh, and Leandrin is like, oh yeah. And also you should become accepted so I can teach you. And, yeah. and you're like, how is that an incentive for Nynaeve? Ew, no, to, like, thank you. Why would you? And Nynaeve's like, I hear you're not allowed to teach. And Leandrin's like, well, I can teach accepted. <laughs> oh my God. Like, no, thanks. Horrible. Um, And then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Can I say they showed the scene at uh, Comic-Con last oh, okay. year this specific scene of Matt when I, and that's when I was like sold yeah because Leandrin goes to see Matt Mm -hmm. and she walks in and she's bought him these sweet pies and we finally get to see sort of like that rakish Matt yes um who's just coy and sort of like the line where he says is this where he says like um yeah, you should have at least knocked. I might have been naked, which yeah. felt like a very pointed wheel of time. Robert Jordan, yes. you're making it weird reference. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's so and the good. moment I was sold on this mat as Donald Finn mat is when Leandrin leaves mm-hmm. and he orchestrates every sound with his hand. Yes. It was Ooh. so beautiful. It was such a perfect moment. I agree. Of character. So good. It felt like it, that was the point at which like season one Matt and season two Matt just yes. like, became one in my yes. head. They meshed. Agreed. So good. So good. So good. Yeah. And he doesn't have, I will say, Donald Finn, like as much as we both liked Barney Harris, Loved. I think Barney yeah. Harris did have a darkness mm. to him. Mm. And I don't think it was necessarily just the writing. I think it was also right. the way he played Matt. But Donald Finn, it's not right at the surface. He's lighter. He's, He's lighter. He's much lighter. Although, do you think that's because that Matt was Dagger Matt? No, because I think from the first okay. episode, right, right, he had, right. Right. He had right. more of darkness to him. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny because they keep being like, but he's dark. He is dark, Ugh, Matt. He's dark. Mm. All right, then we switch back to Egwene, who is in this section of the tower, like her hall. It's like move-in day, and her hall, yeah. her door is blocked with all this furniture. And She's it's like, what lane. the hell? And Elaine is like insulting everything and everyone. I love it. Just like foot in mouth, Elaine. Like, it was you're perfect. You're my subject. Like, oh my God, amazing. <laughs> I love the moment where she's like, so you also just moved in. And then the, oh. Oh. It's, it's very homey it's it was really funny great. i was like you are a weirdo <laughs> she you're an awkward weirdo very well i loved it <laughs> the you're my subject had me dying i yes, was just so like, good is- and i love Egwene's face <laughs> yeah. the like you can see all of the words yeah. she's not saying yeah <laughs> Oh, it was awesome. Oh, and there was a very pointed Cadswain reference. Yes. Too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Side note, side note. Uh, let's see. We go back to Elena and the warders who are arguing with Shariam about Nynaeve and Leandrin. Um, mm-hmm. And because Elena does not think it's a good idea. Yeah. For Nynaeve to become accepted, mm-hmm. which is obviously correct. But they talk about what I liked about this conversation is how explicitly we bring back up again, like why are all these powerful mm-hmm. people showing up? And Alana again, much more than in the books is very, very much like, because we need weapons mm-hmm. because the last battle is coming. She mm-hmm. is so fully on uh, Moiraine's side yes. here. Yeah. Which is so interesting. Yeah. Very different from the books. Very Super different. Into it. Like to the point where, so Moiraine is in exile. Yeah. And like, who knows, who knows what about whether or not she can channel. Like, we don't know yeah. who knows. But Alana is like, it doesn't matter. We have to go. Like, because Shrine is like, well, you can vote against it. And mm-hmm. she's like, actually, I can't because Moiraine needs us. So we have to go. So we have to go. So we have to go. You're like, okay. Yep. All right. And then Nynaeve ends up following Leandrin. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. I also just thought of something. Okay. The way there's this moment where um, Alana asks about Shariam's warder and why he's not there. Hmm. She says something and Shariam kind of looks at her warders and is like, some things are best kept between sisters. Um, And not only is Alana like, "Mm, whatever, but her warders participate in the conversation in a way that is so counter to the way Moiraine has been acting. Mm. And also, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Well, also never would have happened in the books. 
It never would have happened in the books. But I think in the show, they're doing something very pointed here by showing us Alana in this way mm. when Moiraine has so aggressively mm-hmm. not being that and has not been mm-hmm. that. That's right. Yeah. It was interesting. It is interesting. It is interesting. Uh, right. So Nynaeve is going to see Leandrin, sees her walking away, and then, like, you know, runs into an empty. Where did Leandrin go? Secret door. Of course. I was like, is she going to find Matt? No. I know. That's what I was thinking. Uh, that's too. all I wanted to happen. I know. I know. But no, she comes out. They, she, like, takes this tunnel that goes out into the city. Yeah. Uh, and then we go back to the horn hunters who have come to a village. And Elias, this was interesting, I thought. Um, he says to Perrin, they're not your pack. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, because, you know, we had seen in the first episode how, like, Perrin is writing all these letters and he's saying mm-hmm. these things about how, like, when I felt like when we were a group, we could yeah, do anything. Yeah, yeah. But now I just feel alone. And you're like, oh, my God, Perrin needs a pack. He like, Perrin need needs pack. a pack. Where is Hopper? Hopper shows up. Oh, okay. Maybe not until... No. Okay. Well, wait for it. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Wait for it. Uh, Let's see now. I scrolled too much and I lost my place. Oh, right. And then we go back to Moiraine and Varen who are camped outside of Tarvalon. Um, and Varen, and we find out that Varen and Adelaus have been working on this like history of everything. And Varen's like, well, we can't, you, with the history is being made. We have to like go out and be part of it. Yeah. I love it when she's like, we can't be writing history while history is being wrought. Yes. It's a good exactly. line. <laughs> yeah. And she like fully like is like so okay. good. The dragon reborn. So and good. Moiraine's like, oh. And I loved the like moment where Moiraine asks her for her oath. Yeah. And Varen says, I, even if I swear to you or I swear to him, the day might require my breaking it. And there are loopholes for oaths. So mm-hmm. we just have to trust each other. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's awesome. That's amazing. Um, and we get this speech about how like everybody thinks the dragon is going to break the world, but they are not realizing yeah. the world is still broken and we need to make yep. it whole. And like we get some of the greatest hits mentions of the prophecy. Yes. Um, there's a lot of like name drops there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. All oh, right, we're back in the foregate where they're having a party, and Rand is watching the jerk orderly from the sidelines. So this is where I think Yosha Stradowski is a little weak in that the intensity and the dark Rand still feel a little awkward on him, I think. Mm. Not that they won't, that it'll always be that way, right. and maybe it's intentional right yeah, now yeah, for yeah. it to feel a little awkward. Mm-hmm. Um but he's just so he feels so natural in the in the like sweet moments where he's still using that sweetness. Right. Like yeah. he's still using it to get what he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, so but there is that calculated, but though. it's more calculated yeah. here. The sort of like intensity, deliberate darkness doesn't mm-hmm. fit as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he, like, beats the crap out of this guy, accidentally using the power. Yeah, which freaks him out. Yes, he's well freaked out. Uh, And he gets back, and Celine, the innkeeper, (laughs) is waiting for him. (laughs) Does... Do they? I don't remember them sleeping together, right? They don't. sex in the Wheel of Time books until, like, I think on the stage. He and Celine never sleep together. No. Right? No, Rand doesn't sleep with anybody. He hasn't slept with Egwene until Avienda, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't like fine about it. I don't like it. Like I, this is um, like everybody is having sex way earlier in the. But like Rand and Egwene, I can that makes sense to Mm. me, and doesn't I think really affect character stuff? Okay. Versus this, I feel like affects character stuff because she continually wants it and asks for it. And he continually says no Mm. and doesn't do it. Right. In the book. Even after the reveal, Mm. she like makes passes and it doesn't happen. So to me, this feels like a strange character decision Mm -hmm. um, that I hope will have ramifications because it should. Yeah. But no, I mean, I mean, ramifications of like mistrust and like feeling 
because it's it's not consensual in the sense that he doesn't know who right. she is. Right, 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 right. So I hope those ramifications can exist and it's not just like sex for sex sake. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, you know, fingers crossed the showrunners are smarter than that, um, but we'll see. Uh, okay, let's see. So great. So, oh, right. We switch back to Egwene showing Elaine around and it becomes clear that like Elaine absolutely knows where everything is yep. and like knows everybody like Shariam yep. and Elaine have this whole conversation which I um, sort of love <laughs> yeah so Shariam choose Elaine out for like why like all of your stuff like all the stuff like you are a novice and mm -hmm. like you will live like a novice <laughs> and Elaine it's a great character moment for Elaine yes. in front of Egwene right because yes. Elaine Shariam keeps being like who helped who let you do this mm -hmm. who did it Mm -hmm. And Elaine is like, if they're going to be punished, mm -hmm. I will take the punishment in their place. Mm -hmm. Like very, will not give up this person's name. That's right. In any event. And yes. I was like, that's a great immediate way of telling the audience who this girl is mm -hmm. and telling Egwene who this girl is. Right. There's, I loved the moment where Sharon's like, well, if that's so, then you'll be in, you know, my study every morning for the switch. And she's like, yeah. before or after? It's breakfast? so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's a great line. <laughs> There's some real good lines. There are. In these there are. <laughs> uh, so then Sharon asks Egwene to send Nynaeve to her study. Yeah. Uh, but we know that Nynaeve is not in the tower. She is following Leandrin, who's sneaking to go see this very sick older man. I remember Leandrin going to see a man in Tarvalin, but I don't. Yeah, I do. But I don't remember the context. This like, is I can't, not in the books. I can't remember. I want to say it's something Moiraine holds over her for something or the other. Well, I we kind of remember this last episode or last season. Oh, maybe like that's what I'm very, thinking you're, of. That's what you're thinking of. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. It's this great smackdown that Moiraine gives her after right. the low game You're right, you're situation. right, you're right. Yeah, 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 She's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. who you go see. Yes. And if you get in my way, I will yes. tell your sisters who he is. That's like, what that that's what, what I'm he thinking is of. To you. Never and mind. We, you think in that moment that it's a lover. Right. But we are disabused of that. We are disabused today. of this. And it's also a very clear illustration of how the aging process yes. works or does not work. Yes. Um, because it turns out to be her son. Uh, I will say, as much as like I don't care about Leandrin, when she says, like, my boy, my beautiful boy, yes. I didn't know I was leaving you to be hurt, I like almost started crying. <laughs> Yeah, it's a like, rough moment. And I have very mixed feelings about it because like we said, like we book Leandrin, like you, there's no sympathy for her. No. She's like, she's unsympathetic to the extreme. And I'm like, I don't like it when like we wubify villains. I agree. But also like making them more complex is, can be interesting. Yeah. Like, you know, especially for motivation reasons. So like, we don't well, know what they're doing with Leandrin yet. Um, what's nice here though, is that the show, I don't think wubifies her. No, no. <laughs> because- in this moment, you know, yeah. Nynaeve is following her and mm -hmm. Leandrin is like giving, she stole the fork root to help this yeah. old man. Oh, uh, it's and, Crimson Thorn. It's not or right. Crimson Thorn. Sorry, not fork root is a whole fork other root thing. Is different. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Crimson Thorn. Get your herbs uh, right. <laughs> my bad. I will say in this moment, um, so Leandrin is like with this old man and Nynaeve comes in because she's like, his hand is spasming and Leandrin mm -hmm. is of course furious yes. that Nynaeve has shown up. But Nynaeve is like, I want to help. Mm -hmm. And she says, and when she's like throwing out things for what to say, she says turmeric and milk Yeah. in uh, my culture in, in India, we have haldidud, which I have grown up with, mm -hmm. which is turmeric, milk, and honey, mm -hmm. which you wear, which you drink when you're sick or you put turmeric because it's an antiseptic mm -hmm. and it'll take down swelling and it'll take down all these things. So I was like, oh, that's real. Yeah. That's a real thing. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. not fake. <laughs> that's not fake. That's at, like, it's not like peaches are poison. Like this is like right. a legit that's, thing. This is a real, how do you do the real thing? Real thing. Um, yeah. Not the kind you get in Starbucks. <laughs> back hands her yeah, she does she smacks her and like chases her out and then you know is like I'm so sorry you're hurting I didn't know but like she clearly is not like a better person suddenly. exactly like she, exactly you're right, you're right uh so Matt is making <gasps> progress this and was, I, oh my god I, I love this choice it was the pairing uh, I never yes, knew I wanted exactly now exactly. I wanted to be like a ship it's not a ship no. 
it's because a bromance. I think it's a bromance. They do a really good. So he he finally gets the yes. second the the second brick out that he's been trying to get out and falls in and he's like great another cell and then who should appear (laughs) i was not prepared for that like i knew there was going to be somebody in there but i didn't know who and then when it was min i like my notes are just like prison buds exclamation mark exclamation mark exclamation mark (laughs) literally i love like it's so good everything about it is so good such a perfect like yes character compliment to yes. each other it's so good it's so good they're both like very clever and witty and dry mm-hmm. and like taking little jabs at each other and like there's all of the chemistry in the world on like in a like that level on a and platonic no level weird like no weird they, they. yeah none perfect it's perfect. there's like a moment in a second not in this scene but in the yeah. scene in the next scene we have with them where he helps yeah. pull her through the hole yeah. and even touching her yes. even in this moment that could have been mm-hmm. something that they leaned into that it feels very like I am just trying to help you there's mm-hmm. no no nothing yeah I like love it. none it was I awesome it. perfect uh, right. So they go back. T- we switch back to Moiraine's camp outside of Tarvalin. Uh, and Adelaus is like drunk and chatty. And we get this whole like, how did you two meet? I liked it, though. I liked I loved them telling this New Spring story. I it thought was, it was wonderful. It was good. And I also really loved this line. Uh, Any warder can protect you from a murderer, but the right warder can protect you from yourself. And I was Oof, like, oh, yeah. zing a zing. That's good. But then even well, anyway, it hasn't happened yet. But um, <clears throat> Um, it isn't very nice. It's like the nicest moment they've had. It's very just like I and I think it shows why Daniel Henney and Rosamund Pike were cast opposite each other yeah. because they play it very understated and mm-hmm. very like, but it just I like and we know the story because we read yeah. New Spring. Right. So it's really nice to hear them like when she's like, and then he grabbed me by the <laughs> scruff of the neck and threw me in the water. Yeah. This is so good. This is so good. <laughs> so good oh I loved it it was great I agree uh then we went back to Matt and Min drinking together and um he's like how did you end up here and she's like oh, I wasn't supposed to be here like I was but the barge I was on because last we saw her she was fleeing yeah from the battle with the Trollocs that yeah Egwene and Nynaeve took at the Borderlands in the Borderlands and Shinar um and uh she says like a red spotted me and brought me here because I see things. She like straight up tells me. Well, because he's like, like, yeah, but why are you here though? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, well, I can see pieces of the pattern. And I love these moments because this, not to like just go, Matt's the best. Yeah. We love Matt. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but I do think Donald Finn is getting those like little sweet looks and those like, you know, the way the books keep telling us that women and people just like come to Matt mm-hmm. and like, which we know is like luck, obviously, mm-hmm. has a big thing to do with it. But I think he is playing that sort of charismatic character very, yes. very well. Agree. Um, so Min is just like, I see pieces of the pattern. Yeah. That's what I that's what happens. That's what happens. <laughs> He's like, Great, please don't tell me anything. Oh, the line he goes, I would rather not know the shit that's headed my way. I, I was like, too. Matt count than everybody <laughs> he keeps calling or she keeps calling him possum and yes. i die I, it's I live amazing it. it's so good it's so good but then she sees a vision as she <gasps> oh. is heading back to her room yeah. of matt stabbing rand yep in Very. like the stomach or something mm-hmm. and i couldn't tell if it was the dagger I or couldn't just either. a dagger i looked at it and i was like oh i don't know i can't tell i can't tell um either. but he stabs him and then matt fall or rand falls mm-hmm. and she is like of course he doesn't know that she knows rand yes. but she knows now both of them yeah what? and she doesn't know just matt tell her that he's from the two rivers i don't even know that she no. knows who he I is i don't think so yet like, no i don't think she does who, yeah yeah so that's pretty intense. But so um, what does that, I couldn't remember some of the early Matt Rand stuff. I don't, I can't fully remember, but nothing even close to that no, happens. No, nothing actually happens. No. So like, but the whole thing, and we don't know about this. I can't remember what kind of explanation they gave in the first season for men's uh, mm-hmm. visions, but in the books, we know that if she sees it, right, it, comes it will happen. They haven't quite declared that. So, yeah, mm, I know. 
I'm a little nervous because I yeah. don't like it. No, I don't like it either. Uh, speaking of rant, he and Celine are in bed. And this is like a very weird conversation. So to weird. Like in a sense, I liked it because it's very honest. Like yeah. it's clear that like this is not a romantic. No relationship this is a sexual relationship um and she literally is like oh that's why I like you I pretend you're him which of course knowing what we know has like a lot of extra layers your eyes right now it's so good (laughs) yeah it's a lot um and then she's like well who do you think of and you know he's like somebody I'd rather forget and it's of course it's Egwene obviously Um, which I still feel a little I don't know how I love like that like what the way that they left that relationship at the end of the last season too, I really preferred it in the books, how they like naturally sort of drift grew apart. Yeah. And they're not doing that here. They're like, you know, because they have this big reunion scene right before he goes to the eye. Like he's yeah. she's like, you'll be my warder. I love you. Yeah, I love yeah, you, yeah. blah, blah, blah. They like sleep together again. I know. And then, you know, he goes off and now she thinks he's dead. So like, as far as she's concerned, he is her long, her love that died. Well, I wonder if part of it is that because in the books that she does hold on to that idea of Rand being her warder for a long time. Sure. But they're not romantically involved. But she she it takes her a while to get to that point that she can admit that she no longer has those feelings for him. Yeah. And the show doesn't have that time. That's fair. Right. Because the show has to introduce Avienda like this season i'm right. sure we're gonna get yeah. gowan and gallad gowan and gallad yes. at some point soon yep that's true because um, elaine is on the scene because so. elaine is on the scene yeah. so i i can see a path as to why they would have made the choice because it does give it a harder right stop yeah. but we'll see yeah we'll see uh so that was weird um <laughs> we get back to a queen and elaine I- freaking love this elaine micro bruise because of course she does and Egwene's like how do you do this and elaine's like i like to tinker yeah she's science elaine right from the jump it's she is so science good. elaine it's, it's awesome um and then elaine is like so what is what's the deal with nynaeve and then this of was course, brutal it was rough it was really rough. it's rough because you have Egwene, of course is frustrated mm-hmm. because the way she says it is like, I keep trying and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. And Nynaeve doesn't even, ha- doesn't he even have to try and she succeeds. Mm-hmm. And of course, Nynaeve hears all of this and Nynaeve is already feeling isolated yes. and like she can't do anything because she has this block. It's mm-hmm. it's really hard. I mean, she's I, literally just been smacked in the face by oh. Leandrin. For and she to- was like coming to Egwene. Yes. yes for for comfort mm-hmm. and I do love so like Nynaeve hears this and walks away yes. instead of going to speak to her and Elaine <laughs> handles it really well I think so well right yeah so per- I thought it was perfect it was perfect she was like honey jealousy will not look good on you not a good look <laughs> but she says like I know that we don't know each other right. and she says it very sweetly like she, she does. doesn't there's no there's not even really like judgment in her tone. It's almost like, I feel like you need to hear this. So I'm going to say it to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was very skillfully done. Yes. And also like, again, like a good foundation for them to move forward because like, this is the friend who like, when somebody else would lie to you or like be like, we'll oh, tell you right. the truth. She's such a bitch. Like this is the friend who will be like, well, actually though, <laughs> actually though, you are the <laughs> asshole here. Sorry. <laughs> it's <laughs> so-, so good. It's so good. Uh, so then we go to Nynaeve, who's sitting in her room, and there's a knocking on the door. And of course, we're like, it's Egwene. And she's like, go away, Egwene. And it's Leandrin. It's time for her accepted test. This Holy was wild. But shit. I love Leandrin being like, well, I would have, if if this had happened, I would have cut this off if I knew, yes. basically, if I knew now what I didn't yeah. know then. Right. Like, if, if you had, like, she regrets, like, she's not happy that Nynaeve knows her secrets. And so yes. she, like, she would never have done this, but it's too late for her to yes. reverse it. So. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, she gets there. Do they do this whole little, like, ritualistic with Sherayam and mm-hmm. uh, Leanne? Leanne. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, and Nynaeve is sort of like, what the fuck? 
fuck is what happening? Fuck? Yeah. Um, but then they open the door and we see the arches. We see the arches. Ah! And then we switch to Lan, who is snooping. And he's who, who in what world? Uh, <laughs> well, in what world is a lot of more right now? But I like mean, Lan. I know. I know. Um, but yeah, he's snooping in Moiraine's saddlebags. Yes, he's snooping in their saddlebags. He finds the poem and like steals it. Um, and then there's this also just heartbreaking moment. Well, it's funny because like you were saying uh, in the last episode when we were talking about like why they did this Bond stuff, my note here is like, oh, this land Moiraine stuff is to keep Moiraine alive, but still have land be able to be with Nynaeve. Yes. Like yes. that is the That's note. what this is. Because and we know yeah. that she, oh, well, this is interesting. We know from the books that if you've been stilled, you can lie. Yes. But we don't think Moiraine has been stilled. But Lan says to her very pointedly, like, at one point during this really heartbreaking confrontation, like, you know, were we ever in this together? And she says we were never equals. Well, and so do we think she's lying or she's telling a truth in a twisted way? I think this- it's telling a truth in a twisted way. Okay. Um, but I also think so. The whole crux of this conversation is Lan is like we were we we have always been in this together. Yes. Why are you shutting me out? Yeah. And Moiraine is basically like, no, we haven't. I have always been playing my own game mm-hmm. for the Dragon Reborn because I am only loyal to the dragon reborn Mm -hmm. and to no one else. And she tells him Rand is alive. And Lan is like, no, you said he was dead. And she's like, you assumed he was dead. And I didn't tell you that he wasn't. Right. Which to me feels like her, she had been holding on to that Trump card to hurt him the most. Right. Yeah. Uh, And then she's, and then Alana and her warder show up. And Moiraine is like, Alana will force the bond. Mm-hmm. If she has to. If she has to, which is like, ooh. Yeah. I mean, again, that's that. straight out of the books. Um, yep. Although so, in yeah. the books, it's uh, what's her face? The, oh, it's the Myrell. M- yeah. I was You're right. The one they probably the have like con- collapsed Alana and Moiraine yes. Myrell into one person, which yeah. I think also makes sense. That's fine. Um, yeah, I'm fine with that too. Uh, yeah, yes. And we do get this full, in the process of this whole conversation, we get this full Forsaken intro. Like she has figured out that they yeah. set Ishmael free. Yep. And like he's gathering the other Forsaken potentially. And we like, what are they going to do? Like yep. they're so powerful. Um, and yeah, lots of verbal stab wounds happening here. Um, and so she's like, you need to go to the tower. I don't, I'm not unclear on why she's sending him to the tower, but. Uh, I think it's because she thinks it'll be safe. Yeah. Or because she's sending him to Nynaeve, maybe? Maybe because she's sending him to Nynaeve. Maybe. Uh, all right. So then we cut back to the Perrin? village along the water and Perrin. And there are people coming. They, like, drag Perrin out of bed. Yeah, I armored did, men. I loved seeing armored the, the Shinar fighting. Yeah. Because it was cool as shit. So cool. I read like, that written they down, are... too. Yeah battlers it's awesome like they were like remember what we told you about these people because this is how they do it was great fight choreography i am a sucker for fight choreography and i loved it there was Um, a lot of got like loyal and ropes and like oh my gosh it was so Perrin is being it's such a great like suspenseful scene because Perrin gets literally dragged out of Mm -hmm. bed by two soldiers and he can't find purchase he keeps Mm -hmm. trying to grab for things and he can't do it and he finally gets a hold of like a big stick basically Mm -hmm. and like knocks them and it's like he's just scrambling he tries to get to Loyal and help Mm -hmm. him and it's like it's a very stressful battle scene and they're doing well like you don't see any of the the Shinarians falling and i was like is this the sunshine and then i was like no where are the dominate <laughs> yeah <laughs> there they are there they are this so, was... yeah how do you feel about it well so i mean visually i think it works really well yeah it was cool i appreciate also and i think they're doing this very deliberately they've switched the 
sort of bonds on the domine to this mouth gag. Yeah. Yes. Um, and which I think does the job of distancing it. Uh, I agree. Further from our world context, which I think was smart. Yes. Um, although, although <laughs> we'll get to something. Yeah, else. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So, so that was interesting. I, I mean, I, you know, I, I don't fucking know. It like, sucks. What, we hate the sunshine. We hate them. We just hate the They're sunshine. They're terrible. You're supposed so. to hate them. They're the worst. And it, it, um, it does do that. Like it yeah. does. It does that. It does yeah. that because you think that they have finally possibly have a chance of winning. Mm-hmm. And then the dominoes show up with yeah. these like two. Um, Seldom. Seldom. Mm-hmm. And it's very scary. And yeah. they just like do the thing with mm-hmm. their hand movements mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and do this big burst of channeling. Mm-hmm. Um, did we see weaves? I can't remember now. No, this is their on land. So it's uh, like air. I think they get knocked But we out. don't see the channeling. That's what I'm asking. Oh, do we see I the channeling? I, we saw the I couldn't remember. I think we did. Do we? Okay. So, um, as far as and, I can remember, anytime anyone is channeling, we see the weaves. That's what I thought. But then yeah. here was a moment where I was like, did we see it? Yeah. We uh, so they like do this big earth push thing yeah. and everybody gets knocked out. Right. Uh, and then when Perrin sort of like comes back, mm-hmm. there are all these soldiers who are just knocking people around and yeah. like basically being like, we're in charge now. Yes. And, and then, then the most ridiculous palanquin in the world, like, absurd like absurd <laughs> it's like a ziggurat like a little comical can't even um and there's a veiled mm-hmm. person but it's like a filigree veil it's, it's a filigree like a gold veil, filigree yes, yes, veil. Like very ornate we get the long nails mm-hmm. and you know the soldiers like it's clearer that these are insect helmets yeah which is very you know of the book but ishmael yeah. Is right next to you know what the Shanshan royalty is. You know what though? I like it. You do? I do. Because here's an issue that the books have mm. that you have all these disparate threats happening, yeah. and then you have the Forsaken just dicking around. That's <laughs> true. They're and so, so at, least, at least here it's yeah. pulling the Forsaken yes. into the world in a way that tracks and like yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Because otherwise you would just have yeah. The Sanchan fighting and the White Cloaks fighting, and then the Forsaken like meeting by themselves right. all the time. <laughs> right. So like I thought it was good point. a good call. Yeah. And the um the the you know veiled royalty person says, like, are they ready? And Ishmael says they'll have to be, which is mm-hmm. the cryptic as fuck. And then it like cuts to like Perrin. Yeah. Perrin's like it's face. Like, oh god. Uh, and then we go back to Rand, who's going to work the same way he always this does. This is wild. He gets tossed the bread, and he gets to work, and he puts on his coat, and the head person is like, oh, you got to, you know, this the, the other orderly had a horrible accident last night. Rand's like, really? Weird. Um, so crazy. And then they're like, oh, yeah, you need to fill in for him. You know, you get to work with the rich families in the garden section. And he opens the fucking door, and it's low gate. That was freaking bananas and rand is not surprised he's no, like he knew he this was his plan all along all along what i just have what? literal like omgs for like because he he lines. says like logan sort of like comes around yeah. the corner and rand says something like we're gonna have a lot to talk about <laughs> when did it, you become like a mastermind it was rand? so good it was wild but it's it was so good sinister, because but like a, i i actually it's funny because I didn't read it as sinister no. because Rand in the books, once he start, once he accepts who he is and yeah. what he has to do is very scheme forward. Scheme <laughs> forward. He is constantly scheming. Right though. He's got like a bajillion oh, secret plans. Always. All the time, all the time. So like this fully <laughs> tracks. 
That's so funny. Oh my God. I really wish you had watched episode three already because there's so much that we need to talk about for episode three. Anyway, we're going to keep going uh, as soon as that happens. The next episode will be up once Preeti has watched it. Yep. Um, I mean, but then you won't get to hear it for months, but you know, that's the film exec's <laughs> fault and not ours. Uh, okay. So that's, that's episode two. Yep. Uh, biggest of thank yous, as always, to Brian Dunn, our fellow Wheel of Time fan and musician who created the amazing intro and outro tracks for this podcast. You can find more of his work at BrianDunnMusic.net. Brian with Y, done with two N's. And if you're enjoying the show, please leave a review and or rating on the podcast platform of your choice. It helps other people find the show and we really like it. Oh, you can find us on other social media. <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> you sound so excited about it. Everything is tiring. Um, I am, uh, you can find me co-hosting Women of Marvel, the podcast, Yay. and Busy Geek Girls, <laughs> and on all social at Run With Skizzers, S-K-I-Z-Z-E-R-S. You can find me on the SFF yeah podcast over at Book Riot, and you can find me on, almost just said Twitter, which doesn't even, literally doesn't exist anymore, nor do <laughs> I have an account over there, uh, Blue Sky and Tumblr as Jen IRL, J-E-N-N-I-R-L. Or on Instagram as I am Jen IRL. Also, you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Tarvalon or bust. Uh, there's a Discord. You get extra stuff when we do it, which is never. Um, but if we did do extra stuff, you would get it. Uh, thank you so much to all of our Patreon supporters. At the time of this recording, they are Joanne, N.T., Jennifer P., Anastasia L., Jessica D, Laura M, Brandon, Spencer, Jarvis, Jonathan, Bruce L, Benjamin A, The Bitter Fig, Nate M, Joanna S, James C, Druidus Cleodna, Ross J, Stevani, Joseph E, Johanna R, Christina M, Lizzie R, Kate G, Erica, Ariel, Holly B, Elizabeth M, Ryan M, Zach H, Eleanor, Justin H, Fred, Robin, Lisa D, Jordan Z, Greg G, Saga N, Josh S, Robert J, Ben P, G Todd, P Footy, Ross P, Tobin T, Megan, David N, Ariel B, Amy A, Michael, Linnea M, Lindsay W, Julie, Danielle G, Dan B, John A, Clara H, Carly, Brendan O, Mary, Caroline P, Joe E, James K, Mathis, Joseph S, Ryan M, Sarah R, Helen D, Joshua M, Michael D, M. Lethem, Janae H, Jennifer P, Christina G, Chaitali S, Charlie E, Arcade, Stephen S, James, Ruth A, Jetlag Jessica, Mandarb the Girl, not the Horse, David U, Meridim, Mimi K, Amanda, Heather J, Christina M, Malia H, Keith, Sirius G, Olivia K, Joshua S, Nicholas E, Michelle S, Michelle D, Destination Toast, MJ, Kat S, Jericho W, Thomas K, Elizabeth F, Emily, Evans K, Ola J, Yulia S, Brian D. This episode is not the ending. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the Wheel of Time, but it is an ending. <laughs> <laughs>